0: Journaling has been scientifically proven to speed healing, increase productivity, reduce stress and anxiety, and improve creativity. Welcome to Advanced Life Design. Welcome to Living by Design, Not Default. This podcast is a meaty one, but stay with me because it's really important This idea of priming, priming is being done to you in life, and you can also use the psychology of priming for your life to help you live a life of design rather than default. I know you hear me talking about that again and again, but priming can help you create this beautiful life that you want to have. Now, the psychology of priming. Let me give you an example of this. I'll give you the definition, but this example is probably going to help you the most. Um, They did a psychological study where they put a bag of candy next to a red bench, and um, the children began to associate benches with candy. And every time they saw a bench after that, it didn't even have to be a red bench, but every time they saw a bench after that, they looked for the bag of candy. So this idea of priming is, there is one stimulus stimulus influences a response. And this is without conscious guidance or intention. The children saw the park bench, the bus bench, And then they unconsciously um, looked for a behavior, looked for a bag of candy. So, this is pretty cool. And it's called like the priming effect. And this priming stimuli, as I said, I'm, you know, stay with me, okay? It's meaty, but it's cool. This priming stimuli, it can be a word, it can be an image, it can be a sound, it can be a smell, it can be a taste, or even a movement. Um, for example, um, uh, superheroes, um, for, like the Wonder Woman pose. If you stand with your arms on your hips, your chest thrust out, standing erectly, um, they have studies that show that if you hold that Wonder Woman pose, you will act more boldly. So the the uh, stimulus is the Wonder Woman pose pose and then the io you know, the without conscious guidance without even asking yourself to you automatically act more boldly smiling um, is, is a priming effect. In other words, if you see an image of a smiling face, even just a smiling emoji, or if you smile yourself, that triggers happiness. I know sometimes if I'm having a hard day and just going out to the grocery store where I smile and greet people and I speak to the person at the register, I come back feeling better. All right. That's another example of it. Um, Role models. For example, if you were to hang a poster of Einstein, that would just tell you you've primed your brain that you've you want to be intelligent or act intelligently or that you are intelligent, um, having um, you know, positive role models. And when you see someone of your race or height or gender, you know, your skin color, your language, having a role of authority, Um, you know, and that tells you subconsciously that that is a possibility for you. That's priming. Um, If proofreading, for example, when we've been in um, school, we were taught to always look over a test or a sheet before we turned it in. We've been trained to proofread. And now we automatically, for the most part, we automatically proofread. We'll see an email or a text message. And most of the time, unless we're dictating it to Siri, most of the time we will, the stimulus is we see something we're about ready to send off. We've been trained to proofread it, to check it over, to edit it before we send it out. You know, that's an example of positive priming. Um, Advertising. um, We are being primed ourselves all the time, the color red being associated with horror films or blood or love or um, sexy uh, women and men or travel. And we are being primed. We associate those images with a vacation or power or the life that we want. And then we're more inclined to buy that product or that book. So be aware of um, priming being used um, <laughs> towards you too in advertising. They had an interesting uh, priming study, too, that used word completion. And that it was it's a choice between the word dark or the word dork, and whether the person filled in the letters to spell dork or to spell dark depended on what happened before that, what preceded that. If there was a conversation about idiots, um, then they chose the word um, dork. But if there was a conversation about night or sleepiness, then they, without even knowing it, they filled in the letters to see the word dark. So think about this dark versus dark. Dork. And this is the power of what we are putting into our minds and in our life, right? The shows we watch, the books we read, the podcasts we listen to. Um, I have a very good friend of mine who watches every FBI um, thriller out there. And she can't even go to a rest area on our road trips without feeling that she's going to be murdered, right? Because she's been primed by all of those shows to see darkness and murder everywhere. So maybe be careful, right? Let's be careful about how we are priming ourselves too by, by what we're watching, what we're reading, because we are priming ourselves. We will have a response that we're we're just having that response automatically. She didn't choose, I'm going to be afraid of rest areas. She just noticed that she, in fact, she didn't even notice it. She just felt afraid of rest areas. And I said, oh really, why do you, why do you think that? And she said, oh, I think it's because I watch all these shows, whereas I have been primed to uh, relax when I go to rest areas because I associate them with freedom and road trips. So let's be aware of the priming going on in our life, too, by what we are consuming. Mantras. Mantras are an example of positive priming that we can do. You know, like mantras like, I am strong, powerful, whole, perfect. That's the stimulus, the mantra is the stimulus and the automatic response is maybe I sit up a little straighter or I think of myself as whole and not as, um you know, not broken. So mantras can be a very powerful way too. If there is something that you want to do in your life, some aspect you wanna create, some something that you want to be, a feeling you want to have, perhaps find a mantra that supports that because the mantra will become the stimulus and it will affect you. You will be priming yourself. Another example of priming too is my belief that I have good parking karma, right? I've primed myself to believe that. So when I go into a parking lot, I, you know, I clap my hands and I say, magic of believing, perfect parking spot. And, you know, my children all laugh at me, but sure enough, I always find the perfect parking spot because I believe I'm going to, my eyes are open to it. So that's another example too of setting your intention, right? My intention is that I'm going to, Um, find the perfect parking spot. You can also use this micro intending throughout your day also as a priming effect. For example, in the classroom, the teacher will say on the test, we're going to be covering this this, this, and this. But if you study, you're going to do well on it. So she has primed them to do well on the test. And throughout our day, that would show up this way. It's like, I'm just going to relax now and putter in the kitchen. Um, So then you start doing the dishes and maybe you do some meal prep, but you have primed yourself that you're going to have that kind of a puttering feel to it. Or next, I'm going to enjoy making a podcast. So I've primed myself that to focus completely on the podcast and that I'm going to enjoy it. Or when you get into the car, um, next, I'm going to have a relaxing, safe drive to pick up my children. So you can do this micro priming throughout your day, experiment with that. It's really fun. In other words, you're bringing a conscious intent to what you're going to do next, and then you let it go, but you have primed yourself for a particular experience. And something else I really want you to experiment with this week, I'm going to be doing it too, it's called sleep priming. And the idea is that you maybe ask a question of yourself, your inner guide, of the divine, of your, you know, anything out there. Um, Authors do this. They'll say, I need help finding the perfect title for my book. So they will ask that question. What's the perfect title for my book? They ask the question before they go to sleep. And then you keep a journal by the side of your bed so that when you wake up, the answer appears. I love this idea of sleep priming. So it can be perhaps it's something that you need to solve, a question that you have, a problem that you have, and you let your brain and your consciousness and the divine work on that while you are wide open, right? By that time in the sleep, your active mind is at rest. So therefore, the answer can emerge. So I'm really looking forward to experimenting with sleep priming. Um, let me know how that goes for you you know I love receiving your emails Rebecca at journaling.com let me know um, you know what your experiment looks like is there a particular question or is there something different each night are you looking for the perfect book title are you looking for the perfect job the perfect person what is it and you you ask for that that's your question before you go to sleep and then you have your journal sitting right there by the bedside so when you wake up, you go. Oh, I, I last night I asked that question. What is the answer? Sometimes the answers also come up when you're in the shower. Have you noticed that? And that's because your active mind is focused on your body. Same thing as when you are out walking. Your active mind is focused on something else, therefore, it has opened up to receive perhaps the answer and the inspiration that you are looking for. All right, have fun with this idea. You've just gotten a short positive psychology lesson in priming and how to use it for your life and particularly for your life design. This is Rebecca Kokenderfer, as always, sending you heaps and heaps of love. Thank you for joining us. For more great information on how journaling can improve your life, visit journaling.com and pick up a free copy of our guided journal, 30 Days of Joy.